Real estate, real life. With Paul Becker and Melanie Hay from Beachwalk Properties. Well, you've done the showing. You've had a home inspection. Maybe there were some repairs and those have been taken care of. You've completed the underwriting. You've got the clear to close. What should you do next? You should do a walkthrough. A walkthrough. <laughs> it's Why? It's absolute necessity. Um, so... When you are closing on a property, one of the biggest misconceptions or any time, any part of the purchasing of the property is that you and the person on the other side have the same expectations Mm -hmm. and it just doesn't happen. We know that there are people who have amazingly clean houses and we know there are hoarders and there is a lot in between of that and you can't expect everybody to have exactly your expectation. We do have a general standard of cleanliness, but that doesn't happen all the time. Also, um, some sellers will spend two days cleaning up in preparation for the next person to come in. They will restock the toilet paper. They will leave you a case of water in the fridge to make it easier. And others of them don't clean out the mouse droppings in the back of the kitchen cupboards. That's just what it is. But that's not what the walkthrough is for. The walkthrough is to figure out if there's any damage, if the repairs, which were already done they should have been already clarified have been completed as you expected Um, and in most purchase agreements the seller is only required to make small repairs or take care of updates um, or even clean the property when it's under contract Mm -hmm. the only exception is the appliances which are included in the contract so if you see a scuff mark they don't have to take care of it. If there's a slight chip, in the, yeah, it's slight chip in the paint. A lot of people think that you'll remove all of the nail heads and putty all the holes and paint over it. Not the case. No. I wish it was, but it's not the case. Now, have you ever seen anything unusual on a walkthrough? Uh, yes, yeah, so I've seen some crazy, crazy, crazy things. Um, I've had on two occasions now gone to a property and the trees have been cut down. On both occasions, they'd sold lumber. One of them was a vacant piece of property, and the value of the property was in that lumber. And it was, uh, suffice to say, that one did not close because the seller didn't want to give up the money they'd taken from it. The buyer didn't, and there's a whole bunch of stuff involved in that. Um, But I've had houses full of people's belongings. Um, I've once had a closing on a Monday. We've inspected it on a Friday. They've said it will be empty. We've gone back on the Monday. There's all the rubbish in the house still. I've seen flooded basements, walked into a basement, and the floor is like an inch deep in water. Um, I've been to houses where fixtures have been removed, unscrewed from the wall, wires hanging out. Um, And one time, this is my favorite one, one time we went to a property and there had appeared a chicken coop full of chickens, which had never been at the property beforehand. (laughs) They, I don't know where it came from. The seller swears they didn't do it, but it looked like that chicken coop was ensconced in there. And it had chickens, live chickens. So what do you do when you've come across something like that? It's all about your contract, um, making sure that your agent is protecting your interest. Um, in the contract that we use, it states that it must be delivered in the condition it was last seen by the purchaser. Mm-hmm. And when there is a question about personal items or f- certain fixtures in the home, I often include additional addendum to cover those. Um, and part of that addendum says how it's expected that that property will be left in what condition, like broom swept. It's a nice, it's a, it makes a really clear language. So what recourse do you have if you know things aren't all right? Well, basically, you don't have to close. But here is the reality. You've gone through all the steps to purchase it. You want to buy this property. So it's going to come down to negotiating compromise. And you've got to think about this in a couple of ways. The first thing is, are you going to accept it? 
Are you just going to let it go? Are you going to move on? And I'm not suggesting that you do that. I'm just saying that's a recourse that some people take. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is in a lot of the agreements where the home is concerned, belonging from the seller, there's also an amount allocated as a per diem and that those are in the home. So on more than one occasion, um, I have literally done a walkthrough and called the listing agent and said, hey, there's rubbish here. Um, The buyer is willing to accept it if you give them a credit of $1,500. They'll hire a dumpster, they'll get some people, they'll move it out. Now they might say yes to the $1,500, they might say no, they might say we'll give you $750, and it can come to that type of an agreement. That's Hmm. normally what's going to happen. there have been times where closings have been put in hold and there's also been time where money is being set aside until the item can be fixed or repaired because I have seen, for instance, a staircase, the bottom completely mangled off where when the movers went in, um, the couch had knocked off the bottom like three spindles Mm. and so they said, we don't know how much this is going to cost, we want $3,000 expensive home until you can get this repaired the way we want it to do. So that can also be another one. Um, But when it comes down to it, you have to make a judgment on what's most important to you. If you were going to do a renovation anyway, do you care? It's the principle of the matter, yes, but sometimes principles are not as important in this particular situation as getting through closing. So the moral of this story is? Make a decision. Decide what you want to do, but definitely do a walkthrough. You can't um, completely avoid any risk, but you can manage risk. And that's what the addendums and the contracts do, and they help protect you from it. So, you know, use a uh, common sense and a, and a grain of salt, as yeah. they say, yeah. and decide what's most important. Okay, so how can we learn more? You can give me a call, 269-908-8333. That's 269-908-8333. If you want to listen to any of these again, you can actually find me on Real Estate Real Life. You can find me on Anchor. You can find me on Apple, Google Play. I'm on 10 different ones out there. Um, Look for Real Estate Real Life or search for me, Melanie Hay. And again, all social media. So Melanie, M-E-L-A-N-N-I-E. And if you can't find me there, add the hay on the end, H-A-Y. Real Estate Real Life. Wednesday mornings at 820 on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM. Search for Real Estate Real Life podcasts on iTunes and Google Play. Real Estate Real Life with Paul Becker and Melanie Hay from Beach Walk Properties.